right, ready? Go. Welcome to the podcast. That sounds like it's the beginning of a jingle. Welcome do you think that, to the podcast. Do you, think, da, da, da. do you think the podcast needs a jingle? Sometimes I think it does. Like the radio lab little thing at the beginning. Is that what really is a jingle? Yeah, I'd hardly call it's that a, a jingle, but like an intro. It's an intro. I feel like I've said this before. And some one of these days, we'll, the listeners will be, be like, hey, they finally did it. Um, I think the closest thing we have to a jingle is the... Ready? Go? Well, I was going to say the, the music. That's right. The thing. Sure. Which... I have been told by most of just one person that we should get new music, but I like it. I have been told by multiple people that they like it. So. Yeah, that's our jingle. So for, sorry, one person, now. one person who didn't <laughs> like it. Um, so today, so welcome everybody. Cami, uh, you are looking radiant. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't want to say plump. We're uh, about to explode. But all are both are quite quite. Accurate. Yeah. Yep. I'm uh, I'm due in less than two weeks. Yeah, talk well, about creativity. Nice. Creating people. I am. I I remember making a, making a, a joke before about how I was procreative. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. I'm pro, it, both it, pro creativity and procreating. Sure. Sure. Uh, so I'm I I'm, I'm pregnant. If you didn't catch that, new listeners, and I'm due in uh, nine nine days. Nine days. So, okay. I uh, I'm, I it's been fun. I just sent out uh, a what, there's this service or this is a website online where you can have people write their bets for when the baby's coming, uh, what the gender is because we don't know. We've kept it a surprise. Yeah. All the things like weight and, and length that don't mean a whole lot. You can't really plan a whole lot for anyway. Right. Um, and people are placing bets, so it's been fun to have people. Uh, do you have stats on that? Do you have like a, a sense of what people think? Like I, a, I like do. Percentage of people who think it's going to be a boy. I and... do. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it breaks down. So I think there are five questions: uh, gender, time of day, date. Uh, Let's see here. Hair color and eye color. I think. Okay. No, not eye color. I opted out of eye color because I think that that's like not it's a, that. It's a weird, but well, especially because eye color is weird in babies because you can't like tell what color their eyes are. Until, for a while. For like a month or so. Cause you can say, oh yeah, for sure. These are blue. Deadline. Yeah. That is after my deadline. So those are competing. So I, I want to hear more about your projects. You've got some updates. Oh, I, yeah. Well, I got, so the, the cartoon stuff. Uh, I'm liking the look of that. Have you been? Have you followed my little my little Tumblr? Yes. How to t- tell people how to get to so it? So I started kind of just putting images, my like daily doodles and stuff, on on a Tumblr, um, and I have two of them actually. I can't decide which one to put them on. I start. I started putting them <laughs> one, and then I was like, maybe it's better. To put. I have Buffalo Fish Police Tumblr because I got that thinking maybe Buffalo Fish Police would be a good Tumblr, uh, but then I accidentally uh, posted one to Brian Knudsen. Tumblr. Accidentally, yeah, because like it's in the, uh, it's in the like settings. Like, oh sure, it's like you have an account. I've, I have like two profiles. Yeah. And so and so either one. Um. So uh. Anyway, so I've decided I I have kind of what I, what I'm doing with my uh my little guides uh this group which I think they they all live in the same apartment complex. Ooh, that's a good way I've to decided. drive together. And so right right now the apartment complex uh is called Terrace View Terrace. Yeah. Uh 
And uh, so you have all these... Do they live in Buffalo? Because I feel like that would be fitting. If they live in Buffalo and the, and, there's, and the Buffalo Fish Police show up Crossover. from time to time. That's uh, crossover. We, we, we could do that. Uh, but so the first... And so I'm going to have essentially five books. And uh, they're children's books, essentially. And they all inter, interrelate. They have the same characters. And they also take place at the same time. Mm. Okay. Like, so it's oh, really five interconnected stories that you're telling from different perspectives. Right. Well... They're, but they're just tangentially related, right? Mm-hmm. So, the, and they're all about kind of mundane things. So the first one is George the platypus gets stuck in traffic, <laughs> and so it's just him trying to get home. And but while he's while he's doing it, he you know sends a text to to <laughs> Beth the armadillo, and and when Beth the armadillo in her story, she gets receives that same text. Got it. Right. And so, so I'll make it really easy when you decide to animate this at some point. To make one really great episode. Sure. Or maybe a full full feature-length film. Sure. <laughs> so Beth the Armadillo's story is Beth the Armadillo uh, builds an Ikea armoire. Uh, and so she has some trouble with a stripped screw during during that one. <laughs> Poor Beth. Yeah. I uh, feel her pain. And, uh, and then there's uh, Olivia the beaver uh, runs out of quinoa. <laughs> And she has to go around the town looking for quinoa. But you see, the deliveries have been stopped up because of... Uh, the traffic jam. The traffic jam. The quinoa delivery driver. Right, there's not as much quinoa in Buffalo as there is in Seattle. Well, in this you, in this place, you, yeah. You can find quinoa all over the place here. Right. Uh, and then Mike, the, uh, the opossum, can't find his keys. Hmm. And I think that wherever his keys end up being, I haven't figured this story out as much, but wherever they end up being is what actually ended up causing the traffic jam. <laughs> and uh, and then I, I I gotta get a I gotta get a fifth one. Uh, what about the snake? Oh, Mr. Buttons. Is I don't think I like that name. His name's Reginald, but he's the super. He doesn't have his own story. He, he is, just shows up and he sneers. shows he's just mad at people. Yeah, because <laughs> um, I introduced the opossum and the art and the armadillo, and then we have a Sally the duck as well. Right. Uh, so yeah, Mr. Buttons isn't really invited, but he's around because he's the he's the landlord. Right. Of, of Terrace View Terrace. So he's like Newman. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I got that going on. I'm trying to like do one picture a day mm-hmm. for that, um, and then I've also got some. Uh, you know, new, uh, you know, closet nerd momentum. So I, I recently made a new version of of uh, Obituary, which is the Darwin Awards game, and I, and I got a new version of that. Uh, that, if you don't know, is a game where you tell out the story of how somebody died Yeah. Uh, with cards. It's really quite fun. It's a fun game. And morbid. But we've decided, I've decided that that's the one that we're going to kickstart. So we're going to kickstart that one, and I have the goal to do it this summer, hmm. to kickstart... Uh, uh, obituary that'll be a great episode i think actually having an episode all about a kickstarter campaign start to finish sure would be really great you know i actually came across recently came across a podcast that that's what it's about it's about how to how to kick by kickstarter uh, but it's about board games it's about kickstarting board games whoa that's a really specific yeah well and like because they they were doing it and as they were doing it they were interviewing other people we could could have them on the show yeah we can reach out to them that'd be a good idea yeah um, and then also, oh, and then another game, uh, we have another game that's, uh, called, uh, Thieves of Nottingham. It's a Robin Hood themed game. Mm-hmm, okay. And, uh, and we found that there's a, uh, a, uh, contest 
a board game design contest for a magazine called Gygax Magazine. Gygax is... You're such a nerd. I can't even hear this anymore. Okay, keep going. Anyway, he, I'm, so we're submitting this game because they're going to publish it in the magazine, and this was one that I thought, I bet you could print, and print all this components of it into a magazine. So, sure. So I've been updating some of the art for it. So that's that's what that is. That's the sheriff that's on the and, Tumblr. and Robin Hood. On, is that, that was on Buffalo Pish Police? Yeah. That Tumblr. Anyway, so I got those things going on. So here's what I want to ask you, Brian, uh-huh. is you've got a lot of projects in there, which we've talked about. Uh-huh. All a very wide variety of ideas. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I have been asked and that I ask other people is where do where do ideas come from right which is an existential question that we don't need to get into today but the idea of uh, the idea of good ideas like Uh how do you make good ideas happen i mean whether that's you're stuck in writer's block or you've got the creative energy i think sometimes it's like oh i've got the energy to do something what do i want to do you know how do you pick something to do that that is a good question. I'm glad you asked. Cause <laughs> there's there's another thing that I, I was listening to. So the other day I was, I was chatting with a with a coworker and he had been listening to this guy named James Altucher. Yeah. Have you heard of him before? Altucher Confidential. You have heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a. Like a blogger. He's like a blogger, he's like podcaster. A famous. Yeah. And he probably have. I don't know his background, but he's I think re- he's a finance guy. Yeah. He's a good writer. Um. Yeah, and he's, you know, he's interesting to listen I, to. I subscribed to his blog for a while until I realized that I only liked reading, like, one in every maybe 20. Hmm. One in every 20 was really, really good. Uh, maybe I'll resubscribe to him. I might be due. Anyway, but, so, he's somebody who prides himself on ideas. And he talks about, and, and so I went and looked on some of his stuff, and, and he talks about how you you have an idea muscle and just like you're you know just like if you didn't uh you don't exercise you don't walk around and then try to stand up your things can atrophy and part of being strong in and good at making ideas is exercising that idea muscle right and um one one common criticism of public school education mm-hmm. is that we teach our children to be rote and we teach our ch- we teach our children that there are right and wrong answers. We teach our children to let their idea muscle atrophy. Sure, sure. I've heard there's a, there's quite a bit of science around this idea that uh, kids are full of all sorts of crazy ideas, and then at some point in middle elementary, that plateaus, uh, and then depending on what their extracurriculars, their home life, what kinds of school they have, um, it, it may degrade yeah, entirely or that. just say flat. Where this is idea. Or it gets stoked. There's, yeah. There's some rare. Yeah. It happens. And that's, I mean, I think that it doesn't extinguish for everybody depending on what kind of support they have for ideas. Yeah. And that must Well, I think there's also what happens too is, yeah, I, who was it? Uh, I think it is Rain Wilson and, and, and. Also known as Dwight from The Office. Right. And uh, what's the dude? Uh, Ze, Ze, uh, Ze, Ze Frank. They had a little thing talking about, it was like a question and answer, like why teenagers are stupid. Okay. And it kind of talked about how. I when wondered you, the same thing. Uh, yeah, it's often. And it's because the teenagers lack this part of their brain that develops in early adulthood that is essentially the stupidity sensor. 
Mm-hmm. And and that's why they have such bad sense of humor, right? And so that so, but as you get older, you, this this part I think it's part of your amygdala starts like growing and strengthening and like saying no, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. Really? Don't do that. Don't do that. And in general, that's a good thing. Yeah. Right. You figure out like, oh, I shouldn't take that risk. Right. Right. Because it's not going to work, and it's and and so. But as we get older, that area of our brain gets stronger, and right. it, and it, and it. And it becomes more detrimental to our, to our uh, cre- creative center, and that's sure, why. Yeah. That's why you, if you find, if you realize, if so you look at, that's why people in middle age are stupid. Well, it's not that they're stupid. They're boring. They're boring. It's that they right. don't. That and that's why you have a lot Taking of all the young, risk out fresh. Of... That's why music is mostly new right. music is young people, and it's right. and it's, it's, it's all twenty of year olds. Valley. Yeah, like yeah, that's why, and that's their youth brings innovation because. They lack that part of their brain that says, mm, "That's not a very not good drop idea." Drop out of school and pursue this, right? And in general, that's probably the right thing for a lot of people. But right. it's this is the balance between. And so, because we have that part of our brain, we need to reinforce it by reinforcing by strengthening our idea muscle. So, how do we? How do you strengthen your idea muscle? Let's take a break, and then we'll talk all about it. Come back, and and we'll talk about what uh, what uh, James Altucher says, and then uh, we'll talk about our own experience. Yeah. Okay. Particularly talking about strengthening your idea muscles. Right. Muscle. Meaning getting ideas, making ideas, creating ideas, having ideas. And getting better at them. Right. Because you have to remember that not all ideas are good ideas. <laughs> what? And most ideas are not good ideas. What? But. You're blowing the, a lot of people's the, minds the right now. The more ideas you come up with, the more likely it is that one of those ideas is going to be good. Right. So. As we're looking at how, if if you find yourself wanting to do something creative and you don't really know what, or maybe you have a canvas of some sort, like for example, you have a cartoon that has a premise, but you don't really know what all the characters are, what the storylines are, right. as one might have that experience. Yeah, that happens to lots of people. Lots of people, trust me. <laughs> uh, I can think of at least in one. writing, or you know, I, I think that 
the initial concept idea, people have an okay time with with giving themselves a small canvas, you know, saying, all right, well, I want to do this painting and I want it to be, have this feeling or uh-huh. I want it to, to have this component, uh, but I don't really know all the other pieces, right? Uh, so how do you how do you fill in the ideas? How do you make sure your brain is still active? Uh, and before the break, we were talking about uh, stretching your muscle, working out your muscle, exercising your exercising muscle. your muscle, which I guess is a combination of stretching and working out. Right. right. In fact, this is actually probably a perfect analogy because one of the things that this altuter altuter guy talks about is the idea of observing that that's a lot of what you're doing mm-hmm. to, to exercise your muscle, and I call this the stretching part. Sure, that's, yeah. And that's observing in different settings that you then you usually go in. Uh, that is making concerted notes about what you observe, mm-hmm. uh, and that is being act- actively deciding and meditating upon the things that you observe. Right. Well, I think what one of the things, too, is that it's important... To, to have that kind of curiosity and have that kind of uh, that habit, those habits, not necessarily for for the idea, but to strengthen the idea of muscle. Sure, right? yeah. Like, and so I think it, it, it's you have to get yourself in a mindset of, of that's always what you do. That's that's just what you do. Instead of saying, okay, I need a couple of some ideas. Let's that's, go observe. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Down to the AV with a notebook, notebook, yeah. and I'm going to sit and watch until I get an idea. Yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think that's, in a pinch, what we're talking might about, work, right? but that's not the point. Right, we're talking about developing a, a muscle so that you're really good at it. So, so when push comes to shove, when it's like, oh, I need, I need, I need an idea right now, you're better at it because you've, right. you've worked that muscle. Along with that, I do think that there is something about having ideas that are shelved, and we've talked a little bit about this, that you have an idea and you're like, sure. oh, that, this would be cool. Yeah. And it's not until weeks later, months later, even years later, that something connects. Right. And is like, you know what? That This is the place that for idea. that idea. Right. Now's the time that I can use that joke. <laughs> right. Right. I've been waiting. I, <laughs> I a, a friend of ours, Russ, I remember him talking about how he would plan his Facebook posts. He's great on Facebook, really funny guy. In, in person on accident and also apparently intentionally on Facebook um, that he would have a, a Facebook post idea and he would save it for like just the right moment uh, and I think that that's well placed well 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 played Mr. Andes yes well, well played. played so one of the things that Al Tucher says um, Al Tucher that's his name Al Tucher is that how you say it? James Al Tucher uh, one of the things he says is that you uh, you know he, he recommends Writing down, coming up with ten ideas every day. Okay. Right, and so he keeps like a note, like a waiter, a waiter's notebook, like a little, like spiral bound small one uh-huh. that he writes down ten ideas. And, I'm, um, I'm going to list some of these. Ten things I disagree with that everyone else assumes is religion: college, homeownership, voting, doctors. Ten ways uh, he can surprise his wife. Ten chapters for his next book. Ten ways he can save time. Ten things women totally don't know about men. So this is like a, a BuzzFeed sure. brainstorm. Sure. And, and so, you know. Ten business ideas for Google, Amazon, Twitter, or whoever. Yeah. And usually the first two or three, three or four even, 
aren't that hard, right? right. You come up with. It's it's when you get to like seven, right? That that you re- that's when you really sweat. And the same, just like when you're working out a muscle, right? Right. It's the first one. Like you can do a couple reps. It's like those last ones, right? And it's the last ones that cause the strain and cause the actual growth. And so that's why it's important to get all the way to ten, right? So that you can you can really push yourself, right? I think we let ourselves off the hook a lot of times. We think that. Um, especially there's this concept of creativity being inborn or creativity being something that it, it, it's just inspiration uh-huh. and that there, there's not work involved. Uh, and we've talked about that a little bit, that it actually does require quite a bit of discipline and harnessing th- those ideas mm-hmm. uh, comes down to not stopping at five when it's like, uh, uh, how about this? How about that? Uh, oh, those will do. Yeah, we'll just like go on one of those and I'm sure it'll be fine. But like really it's rep 8, 9, 10, however long. And then you have to take one of those and really dig into it uh, for right. it to really get to the, the good nugget. Right, but that but once again, like I guess I'm coming back to, this exercise isn't to come up with a good idea. Sure. This exercise is to get you better at coming up with ideas. Right. And so whether that's come up with 10 band names... <laughs> and ten, ten uh, uh, titles for a book, or ten. So in the same way that writers are frequently there, there's uh, prompt writing prompt generators sure. all over the place. You no, know, there's books, thousand and one writing prompts, and the idea is not this is your next book or this is what you should write about. Yeah. It's get yourself used to writing. Yeah. Making any of these is a get yourself used to coming up with ideas. Get yourself used to pushing yourself to that idea itch. Right. That makes right. sense. So is there anything else in that uh, article, whatever you're Well, he talks about, there? I want you to tell me what this I- concept is, idea sex. Please. <laughs> idea sex sounds pretty hot. Mm. Well, the idea is that, you know, I mean, what, on a, on a, scientifically speaking, sex is you take two things, put them together, and you get a new thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And, um... And it gets has the traits of both of those things, and so the idea is that when you have when you put two ideas together, you can you can ideas have sex and they produce other things, mm-hmm. right? Hopefully, better things. Hopefully, better things. Sometimes worse things. <laughs> but that I mean that's why lots of times when people are pitching business ideas, they'll say it's like. Facebook Meets. for dogs right. or whatever, right? And they take two things. They're like, this is a good idea, and this is a good idea. It's like Uber for vegans. Yeah. Whatever. Porter has a really great idea of, I was musing that there's people, there's like not wet nurses anymore. That like there was for centuries and centuries, wet nurses were like a big thing for people who like. Is wet. that is that different than a wet midwife? A uh, wet nurse is you have somebody who breastfeeds the baby. Oh right, yeah, yeah, or yeah. Like like royalty would hire wet nurses to like breastfeed for them. Right, like uh, like uh, Moses's situation. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know what I don't know the history of wet nurses when that tapered off. Uh-huh. Uh, but his big idea was uh, that there <laughs> that you. There ought to be some service Uber for wet nurses, and it would be called Boober. Boober. That's great. <laughs> right. It reminds me. Like, you what? could, like, lend out, you know, like, oh, you need a... You need a boob? <laughs> you need a boob? There's 
this many people in your area who are lactating. <laughs> we're lactating right now. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm not sure what the uh, health uh, situation uh, would be. You know, with one that. of my favorite funny jokes in a, a story that I have written the outline for is the. Have I told you the will? That one about the guy. <laughs> yeah. My, my favorite jokes and gags is is this notion of a of a human dairy where <laughs> where like he has his business where he takes human milk and makes you know butter and ice cream <laughs> and I think that's a really funny idea. Disgusting. Funny and gross. So. Call to action. Uh huh. Build I, your idea muscle. Yeah. Exercise your do, idea muscle. I, I I challenge each and every one of you to spend a week to do yeah for for a week do ten ideas every day. Right. And again, it doesn't have to be ten ideas about anything specific. Yeah, the idea you don't is, need to make money on it. You don't need to. It doesn't need to change the world. Just come up with some ideas. We'll put the link to this uh, article on the on the website along with some prompts for things to get you started. Your first day hint might be ten ideas about what idea what, what ideas what you could ideas come up come with. Like, that's a great idea. <laughs> right. it's, it's like when you when when you put get out of bed on your to do list today. Check check make a to do list check. <laughs> right. Man, I'm on a roll. Exactly. All right, that sounds good. Until next time. Yeah, and so but the other the other thing oh. to remind everybody. So our kind of stuff we have our website readygopodcast.com. You can follow me at uh, uh, Brian Knutson at Twitter or at Brian Knutson and at Closet Nerd Brian. Do you have a Twitter uh, handle? Only functionally. You don't use yeah, it. Yeah. I don't really use mine much either, but I do from time to time. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Tell your friends to do the same. Um, here's here's six, ten ways that you can. This yeah. is the Brian's list My for list today. My list of ten things you can do. Of ten ways that yeah. people can engage with Ready Go Podcast. Yeah, you can subscribe on iTunes pretty easily. Just go go into iTunes on your podcast app and and download and, and find Ready Go. Um, there's other some other uh, podcast podcast apps. Just look up Ready Ready Go. You should be on there. We're on Stitcher. It's a good one if you don't have an app. Um, uh, automatic. Um, and yeah. Tell your friends about us and listen to this. Listen to them. Tell us about it. Send us, oh, send us an email at hello Sleeps alone, and I love.